a new breed of talk. You can't stop Donald Trump by yelling and screaming. His voice is your voice. Cindy from Jacksonville, good morning, and thanks for calling the Mark K Show. David joins us from Ponte Vedra. Claudia in St. Augustine. This is the Mark K Show. Uh, breaking news, uh, folks, breaking news programming note. We just got word that Donald Trump, President Donald Trump, has canceled the Mark K Show today. And instead, we are just going to be uh, honoring America with some patriotic music and the Star Spangled Banner as, um, as performed by the U.S. Marine Band. So uh, I hope you enjoy that. shorter than I thought it was only like a minute and a half. I thought it was going to take longer. Okay, well. So, oh, thank you very much. We've still got like 50 minutes left. So, uh, we'll figure, you know what? We'll figure out something to do. What's up, everybody? This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, there we go. <laughs> we'll throw some Susan Martin. Like a lot, this is, uh, this is an issue that just won't go away. Um, and a couple of things are weird about this whole thing with the Philadelphia Eagles. I know by now you've heard that late last night, Donald Trump, well, late, I guess, in 6 o'clock. Uh, Donald Trump pulled the invitation for the, the world champion, Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl winning Philadelphia Eagles to visit the White House. Now, a couple of things are odd to me about this story. Number one, the Super Bowl was in February, and it's June. I was going to say February, there's March, April, May, June. It was like four months ago. What the hell has everybody been doing for four months? They won the Super Bowl like the first week of February. They weren't uh, getting to the White House until the first week of June. I even totally forgot who won the Super Bowl until I heard about it yesterday. So, uh, so that's the weird thing number two. Weird thing number three is none of these guys were even planning on going. Like nine of the 53 men on the team, nine. We're going to go to that's the last report I read. First I read less than half. Then I read nine. Because they don't like Donald Trump, they think he's a bigot, they think he's a racist, they think he's a misogynist, they think he's a Patriots fan, whatever the reason is, uh, they were like, we're not going to go. So Donald Trump said, well, screw it, then I'm just not going to, I mean, I don't want nine, I didn't invite nine of you, I invited the whole team. You know, I didn't just invite the people who, who were on the field, uh, you know, that, that would even be 11. I mean, you can't even play football with just nine guys. Plus, there was uh, rumors that it was just going to be some of the training staff and the assistant coaches. A uh, lot, lot of hubbub about this whole visit. So Donald Trump was, he was pretty ticked off, pulled the plug, which then, of course, ticked everybody else off and said, oh, Donald Trump is acting like a baby. Donald Trump is acting like a child. Donald Trump is being petulant, which is a big word that the media likes to pull out. Uh, you guys, of course, have a different opinion of it. And you told us uh, on our open mics 
all through the morning, all through yesterday. You can continue to use the open mic feature in our mobile app to send us your opinions, or you can call in too, 340-1045. The NFL is full of a bunch of overpaid babies. I risk my life for pennies, and they get paid millions, and they can't even stand up. I'm disgusted. Yeah, apparently. Now, and then Donald Trump said, uh, you know, this is all part of the backlash with the anthem because some of the players on the uh, Philadelphia Eagles are still, you know, planning to protest and yada, yada, yada. But, uh, but you know, it seems like a lot of, you know, what, when we, just when we thought this was over, you know, the NFL, what, a week ago, two weeks ago, they came out with this new blanket statement saying you've got to go out on the field and you've got to stand for the anthem. And if you don't, you got to stay in the locker room. Well, a lot of players were still annoyed by that, and now this whole cancellation of the Eagles' visit throws this right back into the spotlight. I don't really care if the Eagles show up at the White House or not. They're the ones that canceled, so, you know, it, it's not Trump. So since Trump uh, is having an America celebration, that means it's for everybody, not just the Philadelphia Eagles and their fans. So good for Donald Trump. He's doing the right thing here like he always does. Uh, Donald Trump's doing the right thing like he always does. Something interesting I should point out is that the uh, NFL Players Association, this is not the NFL, this is the union. And I know what you're thinking about, the union. But the NFL Players Association, they released a statement that says, our union is disappointed in the decision by the White House to disinvite players from the Philadelphia Eagles from being recognized and celebrated by all Americans for their accomplishments. This decision by the White House has led to the cancellation of several player-led community service events for young people in the Washington, D.C. area. Wait a minute. What? What? All he did was cancel the White House visit. Why now are they canceling these community events uh, player-led for the young people in the Washington, D.C. area? What did those young people do? Donald Trump said, don't come to the White House. He didn't say, don't come to Washington. He didn't say, don't cancel or he didn't say, uh, cancel all of your, your player-led community service events for young people in the Washington, D.C. area. And let's be honest. They say that, uh, you know, that uh, they're disinviting players from being recognized and celebrated by all Americans for their accomplishment. The players didn't even want to go and be recognized. In fact, the NFLPA is basically pointing out why it was ridiculous of the players to not go to the White House in the first place. Because they were being recognized and celebrated not just by President Trump, but by all Americans, because like it or not, the president and the White House represents all Americans. So basically by saying, I don't want to go, you're saying, I don't want to be recognized by America. I don't want to be recognized by the, by the, the fans of the United States and the, and the government, you know, that allows me the, the, the right and privilege to play this great game and make all this money. And that's kind of, you know, that, that's, I think, lost on a lot of people because Donald Trump, again, is being vilified when really he didn't start this thing. The, the, open, the invitation was there. It was, it was shunned by the players. I think President Trump is instinctively doing what scripture teaches. Don't give to the dogs what is sacred and don't cast your pearl before swine. If you do, they may trample them under their feet and then turn and tear you to pieces. Yeah. He's just instinctively doing what scripture says about dogs and swine and pearl. I don't really under I'm gonna be honest with you, I didn't I gotta I gotta Wikipedia that one because I'm not really sure what she's saying, but it seems like she's got a point, doesn't she? Just like, you know, and be this is don't cast your stones with the swine. Uh, see? They agree. Eight uh three four oh one oh four five, by the way, is our number. Three four oh one oh four five. I don't know why. I don't know why we invite athletes to the White House anyway. It just seems like a, 
seems like a not real sports-like thing to do. I mean, why do we why do we invite these athletes to the White House? I mean, it, there's so many other people that actually want to go to the White like, House. I'll be honest with you. I've wanted to go to the White House for years. For years. Even when Obama was president. I tried to get an invitation to the White House. I tried to go to the Easter egg roll. I pulled every string. I, I wrote to Jamie Dupree like tw ten times. He pretended to not know me. And I said, hey, how do I you know? I want to go to the White House with my kids, show them the seat of power, you know, introduce them to the president, maybe wave at the first lady, whatever. Doesn't matter who's sitting in the office. It's still a miraculous thing. It's still a great sight to see. It's still something important. There are people that will never have the opportunity to go most of them here in the studio but there are people that will never have the opportunity to go to the white house and see what american greatness is all about and here are players and other people and this isn't the only team the eagles aren't the only team the, the golden state warriors who are about to win the nba championship again uh, will probably not even be invited this time because they turned down their invitation last year you know the washington capitals are about to win the nhl stanley cup playoffs i think for the first time ever, and they, I mean, it's not a, it's a short drive for the Capitals. They're literally like maybe two and a half miles from the White House. Hopefully they'll make the trip. Hopefully, you know, uh, so it, it's going to be interesting to see. But this whole process of inviting players to the White House, it just seems, and when none of them want to go, invite people who want to go. Invite, you know, children to come to the White House. Invite school groups to come instead. Invite your local radio host who would love to see the Oval Office. Anybody. Except for, you know, an ungrateful player who, who turns down an invitation any time the president calls you and says, hey, come on by. And again, I don't think it matters. But if Barack Obama ever called this show and said, I need you to come to Washington, D.C., I would, you know, first of all, probably think I was being pranked. Second of all, I would go. You know, if I could legitimately, if I could legitimately verify that it was an invitation, I would let my next of kin know because there was a good chance I wouldn't be coming back. Oh, wait, maybe that's the Clintons. Yeah, whatever. But I would go because it, it's an honor and it is a privilege and it's something that everybody, everybody should uh, respect. IMHO. 340-1045 is the number. 340-1045 is the number. Uh, we got a bunch of people online that want to comment on this. Also, speak, uh, another shocker. The Miss America pageant? Getting rid of the uh, swimsuit competition. We got to get into that. We may need two hours today. Somebody call Rush and see if we can have an hour. This is the Mark K Show. We'll be right back. The NFL players are acting like the girlfriend. Don't take the hour away from Rush. Take the hour away from Brian Kilme. Take what, all of his what hours. What is that? I don't, know what, I don't know where that's coming from. Hey, what's up, everybody? <laughs> that was weird. Hey, it's the Mark K Show. Thanks so much for joining me. Uh, we, have a, we have a ton of open mics. As you can hear, they're coming in so fast that they're just they're, they're preempting the show. Uh, but we've got, uh, we've got a lot of people, too, on the phone that want to comment about the national anthem protests and specifically Donald Trump disinviting the Eagles uh, from visiting the White House when only nine of them said they were going to, like, less than half the team. That's significantly less than half the team, by the way. Um, he's going to instead play the national anthem, and he's going to uh, he's going to offer up a uh, selection of patriotic music, which I thought would be a good idea. We were going to do that on this show today too. The Harriet. We are going to uh, play some. Look, this is some fife and drum music from the Revolutionary War, which I'm going to be honest with you, you don't hear a lot of fife and drum music on the radio anymore. Uh, yeah, you know, I never even heard it uh, ever on the radio, so this is kind of an exciting thing. Uh, but he just kind of puts us in a good mindset to celebrate America today. This is Joe in Middleburg. Joe, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? 
I'm good. How are you? Hey, doing great. What do you think about the Eagles not going to the White House today? Well, I had a really good brainstorm, and I think that he should he, he should invite the Patriots to the White House, and then he ought to uh, invite the the team that lost to Golden State. I'm not up on basketball, but. And then the Democrats would be very happy because they're always trying to penalize the winners and destroy and and uh, help help the losers. Yeah, that, no, that's a great point too. Yeah, but invite the losers because that's what you know. And by the way, Cleveland Cavaliers haven't lost yet to Golden State, um, but I don't think I don't think I don't think a lot of them would go. I don't think a lot of them would go either. Hey, Alvin from Jacksonville, how are you? What do you want to say? Pretty good. How you doing? Hey, good. What's up, man? Good. My question was. I, most people don't understand why they took a knee in the first place. And the deal is, if you look at the national anthem when you get to the second or third stanza, it talks about black people dying in slavery and remaining slaves. That's the whole idea in, concept, in context. Nobody's disregarding American patriotism, but what, if you just listen to it, if somebody would just Google the national anthem... Are you talking about, like, the, the third verse? Because the third stanza is about rockets, red glare, and bombs bursting in air and stuff. Yeah, but I'm just saying, just Google it, look at it, you'll okay. see that it talks about us being slaves and remaining in slavery and dying in slavery, and that's the only point. Oh, you know, I, I appreciate the point. And I, you know what? I don't know. I'm only up on the first verse. I guarantee you there's like three or four verses of that song that no one's ever looked at. But I think this is even beyond. I mean, the, the Eagles at this point weren't even saying we're not going to go to the White House because of the national anthem or because of the new NFL, uh, you know, uh, bylaws that are making a stand. They're basically saying we don't like the president. And so we're not going to go. And then he said, all right, fine. If you're not going to come, then I'm going to disinvite you. And I feel like it's almost a bigger deal than it needs to be at this point. Michael in Jacksonville. Uh, real quick, what do you want to say, Michael? Well, I want to say that sometimes we as Republicans get hypocritical because when Tom Brady decided he didn't want to go to the White House because of Obama, a lot of people applauded and said, oh, yeah, that's great. That's cool. And, but Obama did not disinvite the whole team. And so people feel how they feel about the particular president, and they have the right to make that decision whether or not they want to go. But I think it's immature. As much of a Donald Trump fan as I am, I think it's immature on his part to disinvite the whole team. When, by the way, when did, I didn't thought Tom Brady would not go because he was uh, upset about uh, Hernandez dying in, in prison. Uh, no, that wasn't my understanding. Oh, okay, all right. Well, look, here's the thing. Uh, there's, a, there's a difference between one guy and the entire... I mean, you have 53 guys on a team. Nine of them are coming. If one guy is not coming because he's mad, or one guy is not coming because his friend died in prison, or one guy, you know, this or that, that's one thing. But when you only have nine out of 53 coming, that's a slap in the face. Not just to the president, but also to every, everyone else that the president represents. Uh, hey, thanks for your call. 340-1045. This is the Mark K Show. We got more of your phone calls coming up next. A new breed of talk. You can't stop Donald Trump by yelling and screaming. His voice is your voice. Cindy from Jacksonville. Good morning, and thanks for calling the Mark K Show. David joins us from Ponte Vedra. Claudia in St. Augustine. This is the Mark K Show. Dolly and hand truck are interchangeable. Pallet jack is not two completely separate items. 
Thank you. Obviously, I thought that was from last week. <laughs> it's like throwback Thursday on a, on a t- throwback Tuesday. Uh, what's up? It's the Mark K Show. Thanks so much for joining me. Uh, got a bunch of open mics about this NFL thing. That wasn't one of them. This is, though. You know what they say. NFL stands for not for long. This is, of course, uh, another response to the never-going-away issue of the NFL and the anthem and disrespect for America and now disrespect for the presidency. Uh, disrespect for an invitation uh, by the president of the United States to come to the White House to celebrate the win of the Philadelphia Eagles over the uh, New England Patriots in the Super Bowl. And for whatever reason, most of the team decided they didn't want to go. And nine members of the team, give or take, said, okay, we'll go. But, you know, that's not that's not a majority of the team. That's not a team standing in solidarity to, uh, you know, to celebrate with their fans the contribution they made to American athletics. Here's the other thing, too. I, you know, not only do I not understand why we continue to invite sports teams to the White House, because, I mean, it's weird, you know, number one. And now none of them apparently want to go. Which is even more. Which is even more. Dis- I mean, it's the White House. It's not Donald Trump's house. It's not. Uh, you know, it's not Trump Tower. It's not. You know. You don't. You don't walk in there and have, there's no portraits of Donald Trump in gold lame lining the walls. It's the White House. And after Trump leaves, it will still be where the executive branch of government, uh, you know, is is headquartered. And before Trump was there, it was the executive where the executive branch, of, uh, you know, the headquarters was. And there's a lot of people who disagree with the president and didn't agree with the president, both past and present, who went there to be honored. I mean, you don't have to agree with somebody to still go and be honored by them. You know, you don't have to agree with somebody to still go and stand up and say, thank you for recognizing my contribution. In fact, it's almost more exciting to be recognized with somebody that you don't by by somebody you don't like. Because, you know, like if it were Tom Brady, we all know that Tom Brady and Donald Trump have a close-knit relationship. We all saw the hat in the locker. We know all about that. If it were if it were Donald Trump and Tom Brady standing there, you'd be like, yeah, they're buds, whatever. But if it's somebody who's outspoken against the president, who goes to the White House and who the White, who the president says, hey, look, you know what? You may hate me. You may hate my politics. You may disagree with a lot of things that I say and I tweet. But as far as athletes go, as far as your contributions to, uh, you know, the NFL and to, and to professional football, you are aces. You're better than anyone else. And on behalf of the United States, we would like you to come to the White House so we can celebrate you. And and now these people have the audacity to say, I don't want that. It's weird. Also disrespectful. Also, here's another thing. If you really don't like the president and he's inviting you to his house, isn't that the best thing you that could possibly happen to you? You know, if someone's like, I, I don't like anything you stand for. I don't like anything you say. I think you've got a lot of problems. You know, I'd like to tell you to your face everything that I think I, I know that I have a problem with you. And then he says, hey, come to my house one day. Wouldn't that be like almost like a godsend? Like now I get to go and tell this man what I really think about him. Now maybe I can have a sit down, you know, with the president and share my thoughts and feelings. It's actually an opportunity. You know, a couple of weeks ago, who was Meek Mill was invited by Donald Trump to come to the White House and talk about the issues that, you know, were bothering him. The issues that were bothering him with the Kanye song and everything else and race relations and and, you know, yada, yada, yada. And Jay-Z called up and talked him out of it and said, don't go. Don't go. Barack Obama, the uh, the legend has it, called Jay-Z and said, call Meek Mill and tell him not to go. And that's, uh, you know, what happened? So Meek Mill called off his meeting with the president. But isn't that counterproductive? Isn't that, doesn't that totally go against how you get things done in this country? You have a problem with somebody and they say, come and talk to me about it. And you go, no, I don't want to talk. I'm not going to come. 
I mean, now who's being pouty? 340-1045. This is Bob in Orange Park who's been holding very patiently. Bob, thanks so much for calling. What do you want to say? Man, I tell you, this, uh, uh, these players don't realize that standing is the protest, not kneeling. In that song, we stand for the men and the cause that they died for when they held up that flag in the face of the most hostile form of censorship there was of our freedom, and they stood even unto death. So by standing, we all protest with them against tyranny and those who would take away our freedoms and liberties. You know, and, and they should, the NFL players should be made to go to a mandatory class on the history of that flag and the anthem, the song. Um, they're not soldiers or servants or patriots. They're just simply players. And it's just a case of stupid people with too much time and too much money. They need to be educated. That's my, that's my thought. Bob, do you think that, hey, they all went to college. So I don't know what you're talking about. Bob, let me ask you this question. Do you think that Donald Trump was wrong to disinvite the entire team or should he have allowed the nine players that wanted to come to come? I, I think I would have invited the nine players and made an issue out of it and let those guys come up forward and go, yeah, these guys are doing the right thing. Yeah. That's what I really would have done if I was. You know, I think I'm going to be honest with you. I think probably I would have done the same thing. I would have been like the nine guys that came. I would have showed them the time of their lives. I would have let them sit in the Oval Office chair. I would have let them like, you know, uh, you know, like poop on Jefferson's toilet if they wanted to. I would have been Take like advantage of every situation. Absolutely. Be like, you guys want to sleep in the Lincoln bedroom? You want a selfie with Melania or Ivanka? Like, what do you I would have made them, you know, taking them for a ride in Air Force One. Let them fly Air Force One. I would have shown those nine guys the best time ever. I would have taken them to Area 51 and shown them the alien uh, corpses. You know, I would I would do everything that uh, that that you know we we that no one else gets to do unless you're in the uh, unless you're in the uh, presence of the president of the United States. And that way, they would have gone back next season. They would have gone back to training camp and be like, dudes, I know you guys were all ticked off, but you missed it. We had a blizzard. It was great. Uh, we these Russian prostitutes came. I'm just kidding. I would, I would just, that would that never. That's a witch hunt. Hey, Dave in Jacksonville, how are you? Great. Thanks for the call. Brad in Jacksonville, what do you want to say? Hey, this is Brad. Yeah, um, I'd like to say, I'd like to see some of them overpaid start the Iranian Football League, and they can um, move on over there. Why Why the Iranian Football League? It'd be because that, that they can get out of this country and go somewhere else. Oh, yeah. I mean, they go to Canada or Mexico. They're a lot closer. Somebody wrote, uh, somebody else had an open mic similar to that statement. You got a bunch of multimillionaires sitting up there talking about how things aren't equal and are unfair in this country. Yeah, I agree. I'm out here busting my butt every day to make a little bit of money, and they're out there just playing a couple of games and making multi-millions of dollars. If they don't like America, they can leave all that stuff, leave all that money, and go live in Venezuela. See how well they do there. Yeah, I mean, and that you know, and that's always a common uh, perception. Hey, go leave if you don't like it. Go leave if you don't want uh, if you don't want all this stuff. But again, I mean, protesting is part of uh, the fabric of America. You know, it, it's how America was created. In fact, I just I was on uh, I was on Instagram yesterday and I saw this T-shirt. It was great. It was it, it, it defined me to a T. So I wrote to the company and said, Hey, please send me one. Uh, but it says, I like Welcome to America. Or what was this? Like uh, the company's called 1776 United. And on the back of the shirt, it says, I like my coffee black and my tea in the harbor. And to me, you know, that's exactly that's exactly what America was built on. This whole right to protest. So, yeah, you have the right to protest. You have the right to not go to the White House when the president invites you. But also the president, who is a citizen of the United States, has the right to say, guess what? I'm uninviting your whole team because you guys are ingrates. 340-1045. This is Jerry in Jacksonville. Jerry, uh, what do you want to say? 
Jerry, you there? Oh, Jerry's on hold. Where is he? Oh, Jerry. Jerry, can Actually, you hear me? From Valparaiso, Indiana. Jerry, hi. Hi. Uh, you know, I, I know you got this discussion going on the on the national anthem, and the biggest problem with the national anthem today is people know the words, but they don't know what the story is connected to it. And they've got they got a 19th century language which they don't understand. They don't know the context, and they're making grave. Uh, Grave errors about this. I helped produce the very first documentary on the national anthem on Star Spangled Banner on the History Channel, and I've done this story several times for different platforms. And I got to tell you, uh, the, the callers don't understand what this, this event is about, and that's our biggest problem with this issue. All right, so what's the event about that people aren't understanding? What are they not understanding about the Star Spangled Banner? Well, what they don't understand is that this took place, this is a battle of Baltimore at, at Fort McHenry. Mm -hmm. We're facing the largest uh, Navy and Army in the world, and, um, and, and they're going to put an end to us in this War of 1812. And, the, and what... The national anthem is, is an eyewitness account of America snatching victory out of the jaws of certain defeat. Huh. And, and so, you know, the British had just a few weeks before had captured Washington and burned the, the yeah. federal buildings in the White House down. So you're saying that by protesting it, you're protesting exactly what the anthem represents, which is winning over all odds. Well, exactly, and here's the other part. When Key wrote the national anthem, he was he dedicated it to the veterans, to the military, to all the defenders, which whether they're in uniform or militia or civilian, it didn't matter. He was he dedicated this song, this poem, yeah, or verse poem to it. Now, all right, hang up. I'm going to put you on for one second. Hey, that's a good insight, Jerry. I really appreciate it. Three four zero one zero four five. We got to take a quick break. We got more of your phone calls coming up. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. I don't really care if the Eagles show up at the White House or not. They're the ones that canceled, so, you know, it, it's not Trump. So since Trump uh, is having an America celebration, that means it's for everybody, not just the Philadelphia Eagles and their fans. So good for Donald Trump. He's doing the right thing here like he always does. Canceling this Eagles trip to the White House doesn't offend me or upset me and nearly half as much as the announcement that the uh, swimsuit competition has been canceled from the Miss America pageant, which we didn't even get it. Maybe we'll, we'll have to uh, tap into that a little later on, maybe tomorrow. Uh, but that's you know, it's no longer going to be a, a pageant judged on looks, which is weird because I thought that's what beauty pageants were but maybe uh maybe maybe i'm it's like an inner beauty pageant now or something uh anyway the, the philadelphia eagles uh, declining the and well, not even really declining i guess nine of the 53 players or you know just nine out of the entire organization said that they were going to make the trip to washington dc for the president to celebrate them uh winning the super bowl again a couple of things that are odd it's Philadelphia, which actually used to be the nation's capital. It's a team called the Eagles, which is, they're, they're named after the national symbol of the United States. And the president was inviting them to the White House not to talk politics or try to, you know, uh, turn them all into Republicans, um, but basically to say, hey, congratulations on playing a really great game against the Patriots, who we all know is Donald Trump's favorite team. So it was really bizarre how this whole thing unfolded. But in the end, Donald Trump uh, pulled the plug on the visit. Also, 
the Super Bowl was in February, so I don't know why it took this long for the. Typically, like you know, you win, you go home. There's a ticker tape parade, and then like you're, you know, you're you go on and GMA or whatever, and then like within a week or so, I feel like you're at the at the White House. I don't know exactly why. Uh, I know exactly why it took this long for them to get their get their stuff together. Hey, uh, Mike in Jacksonville, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. Real quick, Mike, what do you want to say? I think there's an owner and a um, league issue because the, the the players are employees, and the league dictates to them what uniforms they must wear, what shoes they must wear, how they can and cannot celebrate in the end zone. They even dictate that they must um, talk to the press, press conference. I remember Marshawn Lynch was forced to talk to the press. So, uh, it, you know, if I'm offending <laughs> an owner, say I'm much, offending potentially <laughs> half of my customer base. Right. Uh, it's it's an economic issue. They they are employees, and that is their place of business. Yeah, and the owners have every right to dictate that. And look, everybody. Here's the thing about rights. Here's the problem most people have with rights. The problem most people have with rights is that everybody else has them too. So you have the right to take a knee. Someone else has the right to say you're a horrible person. You have the right to stand up and stay in the locker room. Someone else has the right to say you shouldn't even be in this country. You have the right to invite somebody to the White House to celebrate them. They have the right to say I ain't going. And you have the right as an American citizen, president or not, to say, you know what? I disinvite you. That's America. That's what makes it great. Uh, I got to go. We got news coming up here in just a minute, followed by Rush Limbaugh tomorrow. I promise we will get into the the end of an era, the uh, the Miss America pageant canceling the swimsuit competition. Uh, that's all tomorrow on the Marquee Show.